Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome in, Houdat Nation. Steve Geller along with Jeff Nowak here on First Take, gearing you up for the Saints versus Raiders in the Caesar Superdome noon kickoff here on WWL Saints Radio. You can give us a call on the Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and Text Line 504-260-1870. Want to hear some of your concerns, some score predictions. Uh, maybe what are you going to be wearing to the uh, Superdome today? I know I expect to see a lot of interesting costumes. Um, didn't get to go out last night to any of the big parties or anything. I don't know if you were uh, partaking in any of the, the streets, uh, the activities going on. <laughs> was, was I out on the streets? Yeah, out on the streets. No, I, Check I, it out. I wandered over to, to Finn McCool's. They had their party, their Halloween party last night. Um, that was, that's always fun. I'm not, I'm not a big costume guy. I'm not good at it. I'm not creative. I always end up like, like wearing like a Harry Potter tie and <laughs> just kind of being like, here's my, here's my thing. Did but, you see any that stood out to you at least? Like some costumes? That, yeah, someone that like really blew you away. Yeah, you know, it's it's funny because you can always tell like a lot of people just have like costume bins and they're like, oh, what am I going to be this year, you know? Um, so I, I don't know. There were, there were a couple. Um, I think someone was Freddie Mercury that was good. Uh, there was a werewolf in there that did a pretty good job. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a very good costume judger either. I, I'm just not a creative <laughs> person. I always love this time of year just because the women seem to wear very little oh, uh, out on the streets, and it's just, uh, it's always enticing, I guess you could say. Oh, but it's a little, little chilly out too. Well, I mean, I guess it's it, down here. It's never cold in October, so. It kind of opens up your options. But I'm going to leave it there. You can you can have that one. All right. I'll stay away from that. We want to hear from you, like I said, Who That Nation. The Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text line, 504-260-1870. I'll keep it PG around here. Uh, looking, looking at this Raiders squad, uh, they're actually coming in favored to the Caesar Superdome, even though they're winless on the road this Join year. The club, right? Everyone comes into the Superdome as favorites, <laughs> unless your name is Saints. I, I think it's the third straight time. I mean, we went years. Without the Saints being home underdogs, right? And now it seems every week that they are giving it, they're getting points at home. So and 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 every week the the odds makers are vindicated. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, I guess the the Seahawks game they covered, but uh, every other one. No, but I was surprised by this one just for the fact that the Raiders were a team that's also struggling, and they hadn't won on the road at all. But still, they're a one and a half point favorite now. I know it opened at two points, so it went down a little bit. Yeah. I mean, when you lose what eight of the last ten games at home, whatever it was. I yeah. mean, why would why would Vegas give you any extra credit? They don't have to. I mean, there is no reason to like if you're a Saints fan and you hear all about how how good all these players are and how this team should be winning games and blah 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 and how Andy Dalton can get it done 
and how it's only a matter of time, then you start believing, oh, well, why wouldn't the Saints be favorite at home? But anywhere else, anybody else in the country looks at this team and says, why would I expect this team to win? Why would I expect this team to suddenly start looking like a different team? And so that's what you're, if you're, if you're setting the odds, you're looking, it's like, yeah, this team is dead in the water. Why, why do I trust them to show up and, and hold serve against the Raiders at home? I, I don't. So that's where that line comes. Well, in. hopefully they're motivated from the fact that uh, Alvin Kamara, after that loss in Arizona, uh, gave a rousing speech to the locker room saying this team needs to get their swagger back. And he was asked this week in the locker room, why did he feel like he needed to step up and say something? Because this is annoying. <laughs> Sick of that. Like, I, I, I'm not used to losing. Like, I'm not, I'm not, nothing, nothing in life uh, when it comes to me, I think personally, it says loser. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've always overcome and, 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 you know, climbed out and clawed my way and fought my way to be on top of any situation, any, any, um, obstacle that that has been put in front of me so you know like even though we've had all these self-inflicted things and these injuries and all that I still feel like we can overcome so when I feel like you know we might not be putting our best foot forward to do that it's it's that's when I get frustrated and that's when I'm like all right well shoot you know it's so much it does so much to lead by example but sometimes people got to say so I felt like you know I had to say something and you know um I'll be the first one like what I said it, it, it wasn't me talking at people it was like shoot hold me accountable too like, if you don't see me with that swag and that energy and that pride that I'm talking about, then tell me and call me up because I'm going to do the same thing to everybody on the field because I know what it takes to be what we want to be. You know what I'm saying? Because, I, I mean, the past six years, I, this is my sixth year, we've been good. You know what I'm saying? And we've been able to overcome and then we, we've been able to be top offense in the league in, in these past couple of years. So that's what I want to get back to. And, you know, um, just saying that, I feel like I kind of opened some eyes and – Dudes know, people know, but sometimes you know you need a little uh, a little wake up. How do you flip the swag switch again? How do you <laughs> how do you get that back? Well, you know, I I don't know, but yeah, on defense you have emotional leaders and you know who they are, right? And and this is a team that for so long, and Alvin was on a lot of these teams, or at least the more recent ones, that you never had to wonder who was the emotional leader was on offense. It was always going to be Drew, right? And so the last two years, I think you've had an offense that you know, has been very disjointed at the quarterback position, which, you know, just inherently has to be a leader of your team. And so this is a team that's struggling with who, who, okay, who does stand up in the locker room and deliver that speech when things aren't going well? It's got to be somebody, and it's never been Alvin before. And so now I think he is, he is discovering in real time that it has to be him because there's no Teron Armstead. You know, there's no Drew Brees. There's no Malcolm Jenkins. You know, th- like there, there are a limited number of voices in that room that you that people look up to, and he is one of them. And so he can no longer just lead by example. And so, you know, hopefully him kind of, kind of discovering that in himself is helpful for this team in terms of just like feeling like they have a pulse and there, there's a rudder. Um, and you know, if, if this season does turn around, I think we'll look back at that and, and see it as a as kind of a turning point. You know, we got to get our swag, and this what better time? You know. Um, Everything is still in front of us. We're a game out. Um, I think shoot, we, we find a way to, to kind of get that pride and that swag back and hit our stride at the right time. You know, everything is still in front of us. And then get healthy at the right time. And, you know, coming off this little break of having a couple of days to get some guys, you know, ahead in, in where they are recovery-wise. And, you know, the guys that are playing, just give them a little time to, you know, get their bodies back and get their legs back under them. I mean, we shoot, everything we want is still in front of us. Um, I think it's just, you know, realizing – what we are, what we want to be, and, and, and being that. Yeah, that seems to be the big message for this team right now is like as bad as things have been, 
you still control your own fate, you could say, with the fact that you look at this division, Falcons three and four, Tampa Bay's three and five, Carolina's two and five, and there you are as well sitting two and five, obviously at the bottom of the division because Carolina owns the tiebreaker over you at the moment. Um, Everyone in this division is at the bottom <laughs> of the division. Let's be let's be real. But yeah, the it's been a whole down year in the NFC in general. Yeah, yeah. In the bad teams are good now. You know, <laughs> the Vikings and Giants are combined what eleven and two. You know, and then the the NFC is combined ten and nineteen, or the NFC East South is a combined ten and nineteen. Yeah. Um, but no, and 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 I think you know what I it felt like Demario kind of took Alvin's lead a little bit and. I don't know if Demario has been struggling this season with with things in terms of just this locker room not not gelling the way it has been. He hasn't seemed like the typical, you know, like emotional leader Demario this season to me. You know, from from just kind of hearing him talk, he just doesn't. He said hasn't seemed to have that energy. No, very but I, down. Very, but absolutely. I felt like on Monday when he talked to us, yeah, there there was there was more of that energy. And and, and here's some of the things he had to say when he was someone was asked him about soul searching. Yes. I'm always soul searching. My goal in life is to be the best human being that I can be. That extends way before beyond the football field. I, I love the game of football because it presents every life lesson that you can ever have. And it makes you a better person. It makes you a better husband. It makes you a better father. It makes you a better teammate. It makes you a better coworker. It makes you a better friend. Because just like our situation, being at two and five, you're going to have stuff that happened to you that you did not expect. Matter of fact, you expected the exact opposite. And what are you going to do when that moment happens? And you have to do your soul searching before that moment happens. Because if you're not prepared when the rain comes, it's too late. And it's certain people that's built for moments like this. And it's certain people that get excited for moments like this. Because... When it's dark outside, somebody has to be the hope to remind people that the sun gonna come back out. The sun will come out tomorrow, or hopefully today. <laughs> so Demario is the Annie of this football team, apparently. Um, <laughs> he's definitely a guy. When he speaks, you listen. I mean, he, he draws you in. Well, see, but that's how that's how I felt in the past. It's not how I felt this season, and we haven't even heard from him after games. And like to me, that's an indicator that he just hasn't been in that in that zone like he's always been a guy who talks after games and so to not hear him in even in the locker room right like he's not at the podium I don't know if we've seen him at the podium after a game this season maybe one um oh we did week one against the Falcons and he had the flag right that's That's right I remember that uh but he hasn't really talked to after games and like even in the locker room so you know hopefully hopefully this is kind of a, a a turning point for him and he hasn't played badly right like we've He's been doing different things this season. Like he's been rushing the passer a lot more. We talked about he's leading his team in sacks, um, and I think that his 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 responsibilities have been different this year. Um, but yeah, he's going to be you know I think on the defensive side, and they they call it swag. You can call it juice, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, it, it hasn't been there, and it needs to start with him. Absolutely, and I will say a big positive Friday being in the locker room. You know the guys are always they got uh, their games that they have. Uh, this year, the big one is the basketball hoop. Uh, there's more tape now, even uh, marking off the court area. But uh, Demario Davis, all smiles, uh, taking part in that. And I thought that was something that was we haven't seen either, is really the smiling Demario in the locker room. So I thought that was a huge positive and made me 
a lot more confident heading into this matchup seeing that. Yeah, they have the entire key marked out. They even have <laughs> yes. like blocks. So like they it's like do they do rebounding drills? I don't understand why you would need that. But uh yeah. No, and and so well, you know, one stat that stands out to me about this Raiders team, they've scored 29 plus points in three consecutive games. Right? It's only the 12th time in their franchise history they've done that. This defense needs to not allow 29 <laughs> points, right? Like, like we could talk all day about how the offense has looked better with Andy Dalton and he's averaging 30 points a game, whatever. You cannot expect this offense to average 30 points a game and expect to, like, be in the playoffs, right? This defense has to clamp down and it has to just find a way. I don't know. I don't care the players are out. you got to be better. You can't allow 100 rushing yards to Eno Benjamin and expect to win a game. Like, you can't do it. Uh, so hopefully that can, that can start this week. Going to go on the Oakland Hard Jewelers talking text line. We got Jimmy joining us from Gretna. How's it going this morning, Jimmy? Hey, how's it going? What's up, man? Doing all right. Hey, really quick. Um, I just wanted to get your take. What's the status long term, or at least for the rest of the season, as far as quarterbacks are concerned? It looks like Dalton will be QB one. Does that mean Taysom's QB two, and then Jameis is now demoted to QB three, or what's the what's the like chronological order here? Um, well, no, I think so. The last two weeks, Jameis has been the kind of emergency QB three, but that was more because of health than anything else. And so I think now, so with, with Dennis Allen saying Jameis is healthy, right? I think that means healthy enough to play. And so I imagine Jameis will be your game day backup and you're still going to see Taysom in that same role. So, I mean, I think if you're in that sense, Taysom is the QB three, right? So, but I, I mean, I think that's how it's going to work, but it won't affect Taysom's role it will really just mean like okay if Andy goes down Jameis goes in that's really the only difference yeah I would totally agree that Jameis is your number two guy and I think that if we see another three interception performance from an Andy Dalton he could be easily becoming QB one again yeah that's the thing that I think a lot of people kind of glossed over is like it wasn't just like DA coming out and saying okay Andy's the starter ride or die gonna happen it's like (laughs) If this offense continues to, right. to to roll the way it has, and thanks for the call, Jimmy, appreciate that. You know, then Andy will continue to be in that role, and then there's no question. If the offense bogs down, you know, I mean, like Da said definitively, like if the offense continues to to roll the way it has, Andy will stay in there. Well, the inverse of that is if it does not, then <laughs> you have options behind him, and so like the book is not closed on Jameis, right? Like there's a bookmark in there. And it's just like if you end up having to go back to it, then you do. But for now, it's Andy. And so hopefully it never becomes a question again because the offense is going so well that you never even have to think about it. And that's what DA is hoping is the case. Want to hear from you, Hudat, Oakland Hard Jewelers, talking text line 504-260-1870. Coming back with more First Take after the break here on WWL Saints Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Just be me. Uh, don't change nothing about me. Uh, I think, you know, I'm mentally there. Uh, and physicality, physicality is something that I bring uh, to the table. And it's something that, you know, I'll continue to bring. And the more I get more comfortable into the position, I feel like I can loosen up a little bit and just, like, change that physicality in certain points of my uh, press man. That is Saints rookie Elante Taylor could be making his second career NFL start today. I would assume that he probably will be. I mean, I think it's it's a guarantee. He's making his second <laughs> career start. It's just a question of whether he's across from Chris Harris or, or Paulson Adebo. Right. Um, but I don't think there's any question he will be making his second career start. And, you know, uh, there's a lot of things you can point to that have been negative about this season. One, The two that you can't are your first and second round pick that you've seen in Chris Olave and Elante Taylor because both have looked excellent. Um, when we talked to Chris Richard, one of the things he pointed out to about Alante Taylor, which I think is is very true, is his technique for a rookie is incredible. You know, he he plays much far beyond what you'd expect for a guy in his first career start, and you know, and that's not an accident. You know, I talked to Alante about this this week, and it's like that's something that he has spent a lot of time on, and that's why when you get thrown into your first career start and you're lined up against DeAndre Hopkins, you know, you're not intimidated because you know that it's just you, – you can put anybody there as long as your technique is on point and you're doing what you're supposed to do and you know you have the physical tools to do it. It's just another body. It doesn't matter if it's DeAndre Hopkins, Devontae Adams, Darren Waller, whatever. He's confident he can go out there and do it. And I think that's why you saw a guy not look overwhelmed in that matchup. So hopefully that can continue today. Taking a look at the Rouse's Markets NFL scoreboard, we've got the Jacksonville Jaguars up 10 nothing. Over the Denver Broncos playing in Wembley Stadium in London. Russell Wilson, four for seven, passing 40 yards with an interceptions and been sacked. Uh, talk about a big letdown at quarterback this year. Mm-hmm. He's been uh, a, a massive disappointment there in Denver. Latavius Murray leading the way for the Broncos right now. He's got... Uh, Five carries, twelve yards, and one reception, thirteen yards, and that's the uh, the big output for the Denver Broncos offensively right now. Uh, for the Jags, you got Trevor Lawrence. His pass for sixty-five yards, a touchdown, and a pick. That touchdown was to tight end Evan Ingram. Travis Etienne, though, rushing for eighty-five yards on nine carries already. He has been a bright spot for the Jags this season. Big yikes out in Denver. Yeah, you know, as as miserable as Saints fans feel like they are. Imagine if you just traded away your future and paid <laughs> Russell Wilson like $235 million to, uh, to experience what you've experienced. And for like the team to just look like just they don't want to be there with him. <laughs> you know? There were rumors you know, circulating along the Twitter sphere that if the Denver Broncos lost this game, that Hackett's job was in grave danger. And you also have to think about if they're going to move on from head coach – they can't even – well, I guess you could pursue a guy like Sean Payne, but they don't, don't really have, have the, the draft ammunition yeah. to go after him. No, they're not trading for, for a coach. They don't have the, they don't have the, money, the, the assets. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you're not going to fire Russell Wilson, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> so you have to do – something's got to change. It's not going to be the quarterback. You don't really – you're stuck with him now. That, that, that marriage is, is there. <laughs> um, there's, there, is no, uh, there is no savior coming in that, in that, that scenario. But – 
you know, I, I still think Russell Wilson will figure it out. It's just, it is interesting to hear, you know, for years it was like how beloved Russell Wilson was in Seattle. And the second he leaves, everyone's like, yeah, he's All annoying. All this negative news came actually, out, right? You know, like Richard Sherman's talking about how he didn't even have his personal cell phone when, he, when they were teammates. I right. think he and Marshawn Lynch are talking about that. Um, and yeah, so you want to talk about dysfunction, go out to Denver. I think you'll, you'll see it there. Well, we just talked about some coaching concerns there with the Denver Broncos. Tony and Gentilly on line one has some concerns with the play calling with the Saints. How you doing this morning, Tony? I'm doing pretty good. But, you know, Alvin Kamara, he's, he's an, an, an exceptional running back. And I think if, if he's one-on-one, usually he's going to outcome that one-on-one situation. I don't see why the Saints can't get him out in the open, do a screenplay, do a pitch out. Because I'm telling you, the guy's exceptional. I don't understand why Carmichael can't get him out in open space. It seems to me he wants to just keep running him between the tackles. And I'm telling you, Alvin Kamara, one-on-one, usually he's going to beat that combination. Well, I think we've seen Alvin Kamara do that this season. I know everybody wants him to handle the ball more, but – you know, he's you've been your leading rusher, obviously. Uh, I think he's around 4.5, 4.6 a carry this year. And he's got to be up there in your uh, top receivers, I would imagine, as well, especially with Andy Dalton running the, at the hell that quarterback. Yeah, I think the last two weeks, the last three weeks, you know, with, with Andy Dalton in there, that you have seen him getting more involved in the passing game. You've seen a few more of those swing passes. You've seen more of those successful screens. You had one against Seattle that worked really well. Um, and so I think, you know, that's probably a big factor in why the, the Andy Dalton offense is kind of is preferred at this point to what you were getting with Jameis Winston. And it's just because the way Jameis Winston plays, he's just not going to incorporate Alvin in the way that Drew had in the past. In the, in the sense that you're throwing those quick swing passes, you're throwing a lot, a lot more laterally, not down the field. Um, and so the last the last two weeks he's gotten nine targets. You know a lot of that has come at the end of games. So there is some you know empty yardage, empty targets built in there. But yeah, I mean last week he had eleven carries, forty nine yards. He had seven catches for fifty six yards. Like that's the type of split I sure. want to see. I don't want to see him get his get pounded in between the tackles. And that's why Mark Ingram is here, right? Like and so I agree, uh, Tony, that that they need to find ways to get him outside. They need to get him outside the numbers and allow him to kind of get into space. But um, I do think also this offense is prioritizing staying ahead of the chains, and they want to get positive yardage on first down so that they can continue to build to extend drives. Um, and that's what this this offense has done a lot better than the offense was doing earlier in the season. So it's a trade off there, I think. And obviously a huge, you know, downgrade this season. You would say is the fact that. It's pretty amazing to think that as great as Alvin Kamara is, the man's been held out of the end zone all year right now, and that's just mind-blowing in, in so many different ways. And I know that we've we've talked about it before of Taysom Hill vulturing some of those scores from when you get in the some, red zone. Some of them. <laughs> I think you mean all of them. Taysom Hill has vultured every single one of Alvin Kamara's potential touchdowns. Yeah, it, 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 and it's like – it's. It's if, if the offense was struggling, it would be something you look at like how how is this happening? The fact that they are putting up points makes it a little easier to stomach. Um, but no, there's no excuse. Even, for even Latavius Murray stole one in London. Yes, <laughs> yes, but there's no excuse for it. Get a, get him a touchdown. Like throw him a bone, guys. Like I get it. 
Taysom Hill in the red zone is great. You know, maybe one of these times just give it to Alvin on first down. <laughs> maybe we could see like a Taysom to Alvin connection. No, that doesn't work. I, I, I've they have tried to do that a few times, and there's a there's a reason it doesn't work. And the reason is when Taysom and Alvin are on the field together, the action isn't fooling anybody. You're just literally sending everyone at them. So it's like you're not worried about any receivers. You're not worried about anything. You were just you were just everyone's going downhill because it's either going to be a Taysom run or an Alvin run. And in a, like the only way it can work is if you're sending them in opposite directions. Right. But there have been times this year where they try to run into the same side of the field. I'm like, every everyone on the defense is going to be over there. Every single person. <laughs> it just doesn't work. But, no, I think you, you just need to – I don't know. It, it's tough because I don't think we have seen Alvin incorporated in a way that made him an elite running back over the last two seasons. You know, like if, if you go back to 2020 and you watch how he was incorporated during that season, it looks completely different. Um, and, and I think you need to try to get back to that. Well, hopefully the Saints can definitely get him into the end zone starting with today. It would just be uh, a huge boost for this offense and obviously fantasy football owners who have been struggling uh, with that. Uh, I tried to trade for him in fantasy this week. I tried to buy low on him because I think he's going to start scoring eventually and uh, I, got, I, got, I got turned down. Yeah, um, my son has Chris Olave on his team and keeps getting – a bunch of these bogus offers, like people offering three mid to low grade players for one, and I'm like, that doesn't equate to one Chris Olave, right? Ha, you know, uh, but you know that's been a, a huge bright spot for the Saints team. Uh, you, you know, and you mentioned uh, the top uh, two of the three uh, picks for the Saints being you know positive for the Saints this year, but we did have recently see Trevor Penning, the other first round pick, coming through the locker room. Uh, still had a walking boot on, and though there are some positive, you know, notes that he might be able to come back sometime in November, right? Yeah, that was always the plan, I think, to get him back at some point in November. Um, so for to, for for perspective, you know, we had been seeing him around the facility, or at least I had. You know, I saw him like through going through the parking lot. We saw him going through the locker room, but he was riding one of those little scooters, you yeah, know, to keep your feet off the ground. Now he's walking around on the on the in the boot, which is a good sign. It means like. You know, he's he's progressed to the point where you can put weight on it. And so that's, you know, you're just kind of working your way. I think we I think it was a week and a half, so it was before Arizona that we saw him. Yeah. And he said he was a few weeks away from kind of getting back into the, into the actual work. So, yeah, I mean, sometime in November you'll probably hear you, – because you can bring guys back to practice prior to activating them on the roster. So that's going to be the first step for him is getting him back to practice. And then I think you have 21 days before you have to actually put them on the active roster. So hopefully in the next couple of weeks you get to see that. We have Clarence on line one in Mississippi on the Oakland Hard Jewelers Talk and Text Line. You can join us too, Houdat Nation, 504-260-1870. Clarence, good morning. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I want to talk about Alvin. All right, uh, let's do it. Come on, the, the way they use him, they're going to get him hurt. What do you think about that? And thanks for taking my call. You think they're going to get him hurt? I guess so. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what he means by that, but I think probably with the perception that they with, just keep running in between the with tackles. the way they're using him, right. yeah. I, and I think that's you know part of what you want to avoid, and that's why he hasn't scored a touchdown this season. <laughs> no, seriously, because those are the pounding runs that I think this team is very cognizant that you have Mark Ingram, you have Taysom Hill. You don't want to force Alvin to go out there and, and bang his head between the tackles 15 times a game, and those kind of high pressure carries. 
are the ones you're only going to get in like second and third down in the red zone. Well, they're scoring on first down in the red zone a lot of the time, and that's that's the Taysom Hill offense. And so that's what that's what you end up seeing. And yeah, I mean, Alvin has been pretty healthy the last couple years. You know, he's missed a couple games though, and that's the thing with the running back; it's always just one play away from that injury because it's a very dangerous position to play. You, know, you see guys every year go down with injuries. And so the Saints know that they want to get to the end of the season with him intact, but they also know they have to get to the end of the season with a record good enough to make the playoffs. <laughs> so <laughs> you gotta you gotta you gotta take that somewhere. But but I agree, keeping him healthy is important. Um, the problem is there's so many players that aren't healthy that you have to lean on your stars at some point. That's another segment down on First Take. I'm Steve Geller along with Jeff Nowak here. Give us a call, 504-260-1870, the Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and Text Line. We'll be coming back with more after this. Saints versus Raiders in the Caesars Superdome kickoff at noon here on WWL Saints Radio After coming back after the break. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Your Oakland Heart Rolex time check is two hours, 11 minutes till the noon start in the Caesar Superdome between the two and five Saints and two and four Raiders. The day before Halloween should be a wacky, wild time in the Superdome. I'm expecting to see a uh, very upbeat and uh, colorful crowd, I guess I'll say that. No doubt. Yeah, and before you start on that candy, it's time for lunch, right? Yeah, definitely. Uh, Check out some pizza. And I'd like to say thank you to the folks at Magazine Pizza, 1068 Magazine, for feeding our game day crew. You can dine in to get delivery. It's the best gourmet pizza selection in town. Plus, Magazine Pizza has pastas, sandwiches, wings, salads. Check out their website at magazinepizza.com. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm already getting hungry. So we're getting out of here soon. I'm, I'm looking forward to, to lunchtime. Yeah, that's the bad thing about doing the early show. It's like you, it's hard to, you know, swing breakfast on the way in. Oh, I, I find a way. I find a way, man. 
I, I'm one of those five meals a day type people. Really? <laughs> yes. See, I grabbed. The, I definitely had a bowl of cereal and a granola bar, so I can't be complaining yeah, if too I, much. If I'm hungry, I'm just mad. Like it just it doesn't like I, I'm angry all the time anyway. So it's like you don't want to, me to get to that next level of of crankiness. So we yeah. want to hear from all the cranky hoodats on the Oakland Hard Jewelers talking text line this morning five zero four two six zero one eight seventy. We got Scott in New Orleans wants to know about Michael Thomas. Yeah, my question is: Is Michael Thomas injury going to keep him out for the whole year? Or do y'all think he'll be back? Or do y'all think he, we should put him on a trade block? Well, yeah, I mean, it's difficult to put him on the trade block because I don't know what team in their right mind would trade for a guy who hasn't been able to stay on the field for the last three seasons. Um, but and, and even if they did, you would be getting such a small return relative to the player that you're hoping to see. that It wouldn't be worth it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if this team didn't expect to get Michael Thomas back this season, he would be on injured reserve. Um, DA said two weeks ago after his third week out that they were kind of on the fringe of putting him on injured reserve because they knew his injury was going to be in the range of four to six weeks. And they were hoping to get him back earlier than that. It ended up being longer. Um, he said this week that they didn't have a timetable for when he'd be back, but he expected to see him back this season. So yeah, no, look, I, I think he's getting better. I think Jarvis is getting better. Um, you know, the timetable is, is when they can, you know, effectively, you know, come out and perform, then they'll be out here. And both of those guys, all those guys, you know, are working their tails off to, to get healthy. Um, and so, um, look, I'm not a, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a, uh, uh, you know, I don't know how exactly how the body works and all those things and the healing processes and, and that type of stuff. I know our guys are working extremely hard to try to get back out here. They want to, they want to be out here and help the team. Wait, you're telling me that Dennis Allen isn't a doctor? What? That's wild. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, he, he's hurt. He's trying to get back. No, I think I think the, yeah. a lot of fans are I obviously discouraged, right? Yeah. And they think, like, Mike is milking this and, and trying to just, you know, stay out the rest of the season instead of playing out uh, his contract with his team. And, you know, it – Everything we hear about Michael Thomas and that we know is that he's a huge competitor. The guy takes his so many uh, his reps so seriously that I remember Drew Brees calling calling them Super Bowl reps. Basically, he takes it um, to that next level, and you know he's fighting to get out there. A, a big positive was that we did at least see a sighting of him this week at practice. Whereas previously, I'd made the comment of, you know, we hadn't even seen him walking around the locker room Maybe he kind of you. thing. Yeah, there you Maybe, go. Right. This was like, oh, let, let me make I an appearance. It's right. like seeing Bigfoot. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, I think what you want to make sure is that when Mike Thomas does get back on the field, he's not playing through anything. Right. If you're going to be out four to five weeks, you better be healthy when you come back. There is you do not want to have someone sit out four weeks and then have them come back too soon and then re-aggravate that injury. That just makes no sense. So hopefully when they do get him back, they're able to at least get the full version of Mike Thomas back. Winding down here on first take, which means you know what's coming up next. The Bud Light countdown to kickoff with Bobby Bear and Christian Garrick. We'll be back to talk to Christian right after this message is on WWL. That's a wrap on First Take. I'm Steve Geller along with Jeff Nowak. We'll talk to you come Monday Night Football next week. Up next is the Bud Light Countdown to Kickoff with Bobby Bear and Christian Garrick here on WWL Saints Radio. Who that? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.